Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. We thank you for your love, your compassion, your empathy, your kindness, your selflessness, your generosity, your peace, your justice, and your faithfulness. We thank you for providing for us and our ancestors, just as you provided manna for the Israelites to eat as Moses led them away from Egypt and towards the promised land. We thank you for keeping every promise you make. We thank you for your unearned grace and your righteous justice. More than anything, we thank you for gifting us true, genuine, honest love that we could never deserve. Your love is an eternal, immeasurable, incomprehensible, indescribable, unearned, unparalleled, unfailing and unlimited as you are. And we thank you that you are everything we could never deserve, but you still love us with all your heart. We thank you that you have every one of our names inscribed on the palm of your hand. And we thank you that our sins are are powerless in the wake of your unfathomable forgiveness. We thank you for being a father to the orphan, a mattress for the exhausted, a hiding place for the abused, a shelter for the homeless and an anchor for our storms. We thank you for sending down your son to embrace tragedy and save us from ourselves and our sinful ways. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. We pray that your truth will be spread across the globe and that more people will know your name. We pray that the word of the Lord will be spread and will reach the ears of those who need your peace, who need you most. Give us the power to share your holy word with the world. Let us be the catalyst for peace to embrace the countries where war and death run rampant, such as Ukraine, Yemen, Myanmar and Afghanistan. We pray that you will speak through us and enable us to spread your word to those who don't believe. Give us this day our daily bread, for you know what we need before we even ask for it. We pray that justice will reach those who are wrongly imprisoned, comfort will be given to those who have lost loved ones, and peace will be delivered to all four corners of the globe. We pray that the starving will be fed, the dehydrated will drink, the freezing will be warmed, and the overheated will be cooled. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespassed against us. We pray that we could forgive others for the way they sin against us, that we would let go of our grudges and that we would forgive and forget as easily as you have forgiven our every sin that we have ever committed. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. We pray that your angels will descend from heaven and save us from the evils that threaten us. We pray that your love and your protection will reach us and our loved ones. We pray that you will guide the guard the homes of people who would be attacked, robbed or imprisoned by those touched by evil. We pray that the Holy Spirit will touch all our hearts and the hearts of everyone we talk to. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for your Son, the King of Kings, who took our sins to the grave with him. We thank you for the Holy Spirit, which guides us, comforts us and reassures us. We thank you for everything that you do. We thank you for your holy church and we pray that its people will be blessed. We pray our sins will be forgiven and our wounds will be healed. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for every act of undying grace, eternal love and undeserved forgiveness that you have ever displayed for us. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
Well, a very warm welcome to everybody here and as we said online as well. We're so excited you can be here. Now the kids are going to stay down in this front area and there's time if you want to come forward and if your children wander back to you that's fine as well. We don't have a set children's program for our all-in service. So we will stay all in here together. But we're hoping, kids, down the front as well, that you can find a spot and plant yourself there and participate as we go through a little bit of uh, some learning and thinking about our theme for this month. Now, kids down at the front, I can see some children from the primary program. I wonder if you could yell out to tell all of your grown-ups and grannies and granddads what we have been learning about this last month. Now, that wasn't set up and they did pretty well, right? Can you say it again for all the people at the back? What? We have been learning about courage. I felt that the Lord put on my heart for this year to really be instilling in kids character traits because those character traits of hope and generosity and faith and grace, those things shape our behaviours and our decisions. They act a bit like a compass for our lives to direct us when we're a bit stuck with where to go. So we have been talking about this idea of courage And the thing that we've been learning is that all through the Bible, God chose people and used them. He gave them great courage and they were able to make a difference. Does that sound familiar as well, church? Making a difference. That's what we'll be talking about in our Vision 2020 this year. So kids down at the front, especially if you're in our primary group, you might be able to help with some ideas that we've been talking about with what does courage mean? Can you help me? Pop your hands up if you've got a suggestion of what courage means. Be brave. Being brave. Even putting your hand up in front of lots of people, you've got to be brave. Being bold. Being bold. Sounds like a song. Be bold. Um, being brave. Being brave, absolutely. Sometimes you can feel really nervous. Max has got an idea as well. Um, helping people. It can be helping people, absolutely. Being courageous and standing firm in situations can definitely help people. So it helps to think about courage as being brave and being strong even when we're scared. Are there times that you guys feel scared or nervous about things? For me, it's going to the dentist. That is like my not love thing to do. Like, I feel nervous about that. Any other things, even adults over at the back, things that you feel like you're nervous or worried about or you might feel scared about. Can you shout anything out? Or Jerry? The leap of faith at the year eight camp last year. So where you've got to do something where you're doing something scary. Absolutely. Anything else? Public speaking, speaking, says Sam. (laughs) It's true. true. Sorry. (laughs) You do it well. (laughs) Anyone else? Anything that you feel worried or scared about that you need to have courage when you do? Yep, Max? You're just stretching. Anything else? <laughs> it's not the first time, Soren. <laughs> um, the primary program, just stretching. Anything else? It might be you're scared of the dark. Judy's got something. Uh, driving. driving. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for letting us. Which is your car? Which is. 
Okay, <laughs> we'll notice that. Maybe it's something like being scared of the dark or talking to someone you've never met before. There are lots of situations, even some of the kids who have been out the front today, they needed to have courage and they've done so well. Thank you, Jerry and Callum and Luke. You've been amazing so far. But do you know what's really great? God promises all through Scripture that He is always with us, no matter what. And He promises to be with us and never let us down and to give us courage when we need it. So Sam has actually um, got something he's going to show, but he needs a couple of volunteers. Isn't that our favourite phrase? I might might get the volunteers, I think. Because I think for this we need some stable grown-ups. So both physically and kind of morally as well. So some stable grown-ups. Um, I, I reckon Wayne, look, I reckon he's pretty stable. Um, and, and Dan, do you mind coming up as well? Is that all right? Okay. And then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need some, a young person who is pretty courageous. Callum, I'm looking at you. Are you kind of a courageous kind of a guy? Pretty kind of strong and like you can do it. Yeah, I reckon you're kind of, you can do it kind of a, a lad. So, um, Wayne and Dan, can I get one of you to stand here and one of you to stand here for me? That's fantastic. Um, yep. So, can you guys put this on your shoulders? So, like that, and sort of towards each other. That's it. I pressed mute accidentally. Callum, you reckon you can come around here? And just just stand, yeah, if you guys move forward a bit, so we can have some, yeah, about, about there's good. All right, you can let go of that. That's, that's fantastic. Now, I have here something that I use at home. It's a, it's a hammer, and it's pretty, it's, it's, a, it's a proper hammer. It's pretty, pretty hard. And um, you're going to need some courage, all right? You're going to need to believe in... Uh, physics. So what we've got here is, is if I can get you to stand nice and close, I'm going to put this up to your chin like that, okay? About there. So we've just got to just bear with me for a second. Hold on, hold This is why we had some stable grown-ups. They're saying, what have we got ourselves into? Alright, so I reckon about, about there. That's, that's pretty good. Callum says he doesn't like where it's going. (laughs) Neither does Wayne. (laughs) Can I just... um, Who did the health and safety for this one? Not you. Can I just say... I don't know, I hope this goes without saying. Children, can you guess what I'm going to say? Uh, I was going to say Don't that. try this, uh, or anywhere else, okay. not even just at home. So, This is only a Sam thing, So okay? Callum, Callum's here nice and close to this. Now, apparently, the laws of physics say something, and I don't really know what they say because I'm, I'm not a scientist, but they something about momentum, it won't come back and it won't have the same amount of momentum to reach the point that it was let go at. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna count to th- count down, and we're gonna we're gonna let go, and you're gonna have to have courage not to move. All right. Okay. Three, two, one. Oh, hang on a minute. Um, just one thing before we do that, Lisa, you've got um, insurance like 
And is, is dental is dental part of the insurance? Just making sure. Joe was, Joe was scared of the dentist. We'll just make sure that we've got the dentist cover. Okay, ready? Three, two, oh, and just by the way too, I was going to say don't try this at home. Um, we're going to be talking later about um, mental courage and moral courage. And one of the moral courage things to do is you might think it's a good idea, you might be tempted to do it, but you've got to have courage not to do it and to do the right thing. See what I did there? That's courage. All right. Okay. Three, two... Oh, and just one other thing. Um, <clears throat> we're we're, we're going to trust physics, right? But, Callum, I want you to trust me as well, okay? So I want you to know that I promise that you will not get hurt, okay? I promise you, you won't get hurt, all right? Okay. Okay, here we go. Three. I'm going to do it for real this time. Three, two, one, go. All right. Now, you guys can sit down. That's fantastic. You want to take that? I'm going to have a chat to Callum here for a moment. Now, I purposely sort of made it go on and on and made you sweat a bit there, yeah. didn't I? So tell me, what were some... You can take your mask off so you can talk. What were some of the things that were going through your head? Well, if this failed, then I wouldn't like science anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so there's some... Possibly some things that you're thinking in your head because you heard about the science, you heard that it wasn't going to hit you, but there's probably a bit of doubt and worry and stress. Yep. Was there anything else that happened in your mind, particularly after I spoke to you? Not really. No? <laughs> okay. So, all right, you can, you can sit down. Thank you for being part of that. Now, I... We're going to talk, Joe's going to talk in a moment about um, courage. And one of the things of courage is the things that we think in our heads. You see, I promised Callum, I promised him that he wouldn't get hurt. You know, sometimes the Lord gives us promises and promises in his word that we need to stand firm in. And so I asked Callum to stand firm and not to flinch. And he didn't flinch. He stood his ground. And part of him being able to stand his ground, I hope, was trusting in the science, but also trusting in me, because I promised him that he wouldn't get hurt. And so I reached out and grabbed the hammer just in case science didn't work. Right? So that, that sort of talks about the nature of courage and some of the things that happen in our minds when it comes to being courageous. Because sometimes we've got to stand firm in the things that God has told us whether that be the way to live or the promises that he's given us. And sometimes it might feel like this is a bit crazy or it seems like God's promises are never going to come through. But that's where we don't flinch and we be courageous and we stand our ground and we believe and trust in our God in heaven who loves us and cares for us. Thanks, Joe. Okay. Wow, Callum. You are gutsy, I'll tell you what. Sam said, do you want to do that bit? And I said, no, let's find someone else for that one. So Sam was just saying then, 
uh, about two parts of this idea of courage. We think of like being brave or being strong. But when I was looking at it in the dictionary, which is a good place to go when you're wanting to find a clear definition of a word. What does it really mean? What does it really involve? And it said that the first idea of courage is mental courage. Now, hands up down the front, who loves maths? I wish I could put my hand up, but I really can't. I do not love maths. Dentists and maths, you're learning lots about me, right? Have you ever in school done mental maths? We'll do a little, let's do a little example and see if you know what it is. Okay, put your hands up if you know or you think you know and want to have a go at the answer of this sum. Five plus three, hands up. Mac, eight, brilliant. All right, 16 divided by two. Good job, Adele. Eight, brilliant, 16. Yep, well done, good job. So mental maths happens where? In your head. And I reckon mental courage happens, I should have got some sticky tape, up in your head. It's the things we tell ourselves. Sometimes we might say, I'm scared. I can't do it. It's too hard. It's impossible. How can I get out of this? All of those things are happening in our head. And God says, I'm with you. And he gives us promises to help us be strong mentally, mental courage. Here's the other type of courage. Kids down the front, are you listening? Here's the other type of courage, moral courage. And that's got more to do with our heart. That idea of right and wrong. Should we stand firm and do what we know is right? And that can be really tough to do. So sometimes we need mental courage. Can you guys say mental courage? And sometimes we need moral courage. Can you say moral courage? And the great thing is God is with us with both of those things. He wants us to be strong up here because we can trust Him. And He wants us to be strong in here because He knows what's right for us. So we're going to do some Bible stories that we've been learning in the primary program to help us understand this a little bit more. And again, big thanks to Darby, who's over there on the tech. This is your cue, Darby, because today we're going to be looking at Bible stories in 60 seconds. Cue the screen. Something like that. Okay, so we are going to be looking at four Bible stories. And for this first one, Sam, who do we need? Well, we've got some stuff to help us here, but we need some it's people. It's the story of Esther, so we need uh, Mordecai, Mordecai Haman, Haman, King Xerxes. So we need a guy. So maybe. Do you want to be uh, Haman? Andrew Langmaid, I reckon, is going to be. So we need Mordecai, for this. King. Okay. Yep. So but hang on, hang on, Sam. Yeah. Sam, we're actually... Come up here, mate. This, one, this is a bit awkward, but if you look up here, the story's actually about Esther. Oh, oh that's all right. We've got Andrew here already, so, so we'll, we'll just use him. We'll just use him? Yeah, that's, okay. that's all right, fine. Okay, cool. So we'll just use him. So we're going to hear about the story of Esther. Hands right. up if you've heard that story. And I know some of you were learning it even at school as we were doing it in our primary program, which is really awesome. So if you, um, Sam, if you could get started yep. with that. Do okay. you want to be Haman? Now, if you kids, do you remember whenever we saw Haman or talked about him, what did we have to do? Boo, hiss. Because he was the baddie. So if you see uh, Jackson Haman in his cape and you point him out, you can say, boo, hiss. Because he was a baddie in this story of Esther. All right. 
We're going to have to do very good listening though. So mouths closed, ears open and ready for this. You get started. Let's get started. Because we've got 60... Okay. Did you bring a stopwatch? Oh, yeah. Okay, stopwatch. Are we ready? We've got to go quick. 60 seconds. Go. Starts now. Okay. So Esther was part of God's family, the Jews. She had stayed in Babylon when the Jews had been slaves. And she was adopted by her uncle Mordecai. And he told her not to tell anyone that she was a Jew. She was the most beautiful woman in all the... In all the land. Well, we'll just work with what we've got, right? Okay. Do you know the great thing was, though, they had a whole year to make her beautiful. So, yep, good luck. All right, cool. Now, there's a lot that happens in this story and it gets pretty complicated. But the main point is that King Xerxes had a prime minister called Haman. Boo. Boo. Where is he? Where is he? He's hiding popped his head around. Oh gosh, that Haman guy. And Haman hated Esther's uncle Mordecai. It's a new lipstick, don't worry. And he hatched a plan to destroy not only Mordecai, but all of Mordecai's people who were the Jews and those were Esther's people as well. Now King Xerxes went along with it. So now, can you see him? So now Esther's people were in trouble. Now, this is a little bit crazy. In those times, things were different. And even though Esther was the queen, she couldn't even go and see her husband, the king, unless he summoned her. So Esther had to be really courageous. She knew she had to ask the king to act on her behalf and save her people, the Jews. So she got all the women in the um, area to fast for three days and three nights. And then she said... Even though it is strictly forbidden, I will go in to see the king. And if I perish, that means die. I perish. So be it. She was so courageous and trusted God. So Queen Esther went to the king, begging for him, begging, begging for him to save her people. And he agreed to listen to her request. And God did something amazing. That's right. Great begging. King Xerxes said, now go ahead and send a message to the Jews to tell them that they're safe and seal it with my ring so that it can never be reversed. So the great thing about the story of Esther was on the day, that's beautiful, it does have a part, on the day that the Jews thought that they were all going to be destroyed, God miraculously saved them. They didn't use the whole year, did they? No, he didn't use the whole year to get ready and beautiful. (laughs) God miraculously saved his people and gave them a great victory against their enemies. Can we give them a round of applause? Thank you very much. Gosh, Esther, you love it. Ali, you are one lucky woman. (laughs) Tell you what. (laughs) Good job. Now, the amazing thing about the story of Esther was Mordecai, her uncle, says to her... Do you know what, Esther? I reckon you were put here by God for such a time as this. And that's the same with each of us. God has a plan for our lives and He's going to give us courage to do the right thing for Him. So we are going to have our next story. Are we ready? We ready to go? Our next story is one that's probably pretty famous. 
It's the story of Sad Rat, Mean Hat and a Bendy Goat. No? Sad... I can never get the names right. Sad Hat is who? Shad... Shad Rack. Who? Mean Hat. Meshach. Meshach and a Bendy Goat. That's how I've always said it. A bed... A Bednego. Pastor David Smythe said, and to bed you go. That's the other way to say it. <laughs> and a Bednego. That's your cue, Pastor David Smythe. So Caleb and Pete and Jazz are going to help us a little bit. They're just going to stay down here on the ground. All right. This is a pretty cool story. It's about three special friends and they stood firm and they had courage even when they were faced with death. Dun, dun, dun. All right, Sam, I reckon we're going to use you for this yep, story here. Very good. So do you want to be someone really important? I like being someone important. Someone very important. Okay, so this story is about three friends and they had to do something that everybody else had to do as well. Here's the stories. There was a king and he had a crazy name. Can you rem- remember his name? Not Xerxes. Can you remember Jack? King Nebuchadnezzar. What was his mother thinking? King Nebuchadnezzar. So he was the king at the time in Babylon. And I reckon we can probably have you as the king with your scepter. Yep. Fantastic. So this story takes place when God's people were slaves in Babylon. And the king made a huge golden statue of himself. Me. He thought he was pretty cool. And he made a law that whenever the band played, everybody had to bow down to him. So I reckon we can get you guys all involved in that. Do you want to stand stand up? up. All of you stand up down at the front. All of you stand up. And now here's the thing. When you hear the band play, can you remember what you need to do? You need to bow down and worship. Now, this is not for real. Nobody has to bow down and worship Sam. This is just him (laughs) being King Nebuchadnezzar. (laughs) (laughs) Not even our children. (laughs) So when we hear the music, and here was the deal. If people didn't bow down, they got thrown into the fiery furnace. Well, well, I don't know if they died or not. That's the whole, don't give it away. That's the the whole story. story. Let's see what happens. So we're going to give it a go. When we hear the music play, we we all have to bow down. Can we do that? On the statue. All right. Let's go. When you hear the music. Hang on a minute. Hey, wait, 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 wait. Darby, is that, are you sure that's the file that I gave you? It's on the USB. Yeah, yeah, that's the one is I that gave the right them. One? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's okay. the one. All right, should we okay, do it one more time? Well, hang on, hang on, hang on. If, All right, everybody stand up. If it's the chicken dance, I probably need to change my my statue okay, uh, to, right. just to be a bit more apt for okay, that cool. for that song. I guess whatever so, makes him more comfortable. Being the same. Now, you all probably think this isn't his real dressing gown, but it is. Okay, there's lots of family photos with Sam in this dressing gown. So this will just fit right in. So if someone could take a photo, we can add this to the album. Pockets. Okay. Okay, so, so when you hear the music, you Everybody have to bow down. bow down to King Nebuchadnezzar. Okay. What are these guys doing? Well, uh, should we do something about it, O King, Mighty One? Yes. I I made a decree. If you didn't bow down, you have to get thrown into the fiery furnace. So you you come up up here. Up you come. Up you come. 
Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. Now, actually, they were very brave and courageous because they knew that there's one true God and they weren't going to worship and bow down to some old statue, even if it was 90 feet high and made of gold. They knew that God was God alone and they said, we are not bowing down to you, King Nebuchadnezzar and your statue. So let's bind them up and put them in the furnace. Rennie, did you get the furnace? Where's Rennie? Did you get the furnace ready? No? (laughs) No furnace? It's all right. She's just joking. No? no? Okay. Well, here was the thing in the Bible story. It was, you guys can sit down. It was so hot in the furnace. Are you listening? That when the soldiers went to throw (laughs) Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego into the fiery furnace, they died. It was that hot. Pretty crazy. King Nebuchadnezzar was so angry, he made the fire seven times hotter. And he bound and tied up their arms. You go back into the fiery furnace, just pretend it's back back behind here. Back back there, back there. Into the furnace you go. And that's pretty much the end of the story. No? It's hot in the furnace and it's hot in this dressing gown. So I'm going to just take this off. No, sorry, I missed a page. So they didn't die in the furnace, even though they should have, because that's not the end of the story. Nebuchadnezzar was watching them because he actually had quite a soft spot for Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego and he felt sad that they were part of this law. And so he was watching and he noticed something pretty amazing. What can you see? Well, didn't we throw... Three of them in the furnace? Yep. Bendigo guide. How come Sad. I can see four people walking around? What? Let me see. Out you come. Out you come. There's one. Shadrach or Meshach? Two. Me- Abendigo? Or Three. Meshach? Three and... And... Four. <laughs> Amazing. Do you know, in the fiery furnace, there was a fourth person and the Bible says... He was like the Son of Man. Sam was saying to me, I want to think of that as Jesus incarnate, protecting and watching over Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. That's pretty amazing. And it says also they didn't even smell of smoke. Have you guys been to a bonfire? And you stink, everything stinks. Of, they weren't harmed and they didn't even smell of smoke. How amazing is that? It gets even better because King Nebuchadnezzar said... Everybody needs to worship their God, the one true God. Their courage made a difference to that whole nation. Can we give these guys a clap? Well done. And thanks to our saintly Dave Smythe as well. You guys are doing really well. And we're going to do another story in kind of 60 seconds. What was that one? That no, was... don't even. No, that was a silly idea. Sixty seconds. <laughs> Another movie okay. in yeah, Bible stories in sixty-ish <laughs> seconds. Okay, so for this one, we need a giant. Kewen. All right. Kewen. Let's Kewen get here. our tallest giant that we've Go got. Kewen. Thank you very much. And we need a David. Yep. Okay. Up you come, Max. Can we just measure you up? How tall was Goliath? Nine feet, nine... nine well, we've got the tallest actually, guy here. We have. Should we see how he goes? Do you want to give him a go? Max, just hold at the bottom. Just hold it down still on the bottom. Can you hold it straight? That's it. How are we going? Nine feet? We've got 
Six foot and a bit, that's not going to do it. Maybe on a chair. Here we go. Okay. If we just put you on that one. Is that going to be enough? It has to fall forwards, doesn't it? No. Is that the same story? We'll give you some space. Okay, there we go. And Goliath was an amazingly powerful, strong... Yeah, we've got the right guy. That's... Not even that. Whoa, he was a ch- Go with eight foot. Okay, let's put your armour on. Yeah, it will. It's perfect. What do you mean it doesn't fit? It's perfect. There we go. And a shield. And a shield. Okay, brilliant. So another story that we looked at was the story of David and Goliath. Now, David didn't actually end up in this story as the king. In fact, he was a shepherd boy. Do we have any sheep? We've got a tea towel. Oh. And maybe some sheep. Did we bring sheep? Did anyone, does anyone have sheep? Sheep? Sheep in here? Ah, cute. Two little sheep. Okay, fabulous. So this guy actually ended up being Israel's greatest king. And he was also the great, 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 28 times great grandfather of Jesus. And that's why in the Christmas story, Joseph and Mary have to travel on a donkey, do you remember? All the way to Bethlehem, because that was King David's royal city, if you know that Christmas carol as well. So King David was actually in the birth line of Jesus. Now God's people wanted a king. So he gave them a king called Saul and Saul was great for a little while and then he stopped listening to God and he stopped obeying God and he started to do some pretty crazy things. So God said, we need another king and he sent Samuel and he said, this is the guy. Do you remember that song we did? Man looks on the outside, but God looks on the heart. And that song reminds us that God was looking for someone who was going to follow him and trust him. Max, are you going to follow and trust? Just say yes. 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 Okay, good. Fantastic. So King David, who wasn't King David yet, David had to go and visit his brothers who were soldiers. And when he went to the battlefield, guess what was the problem? This guy, the Philistine army that the Israelites were fighting had the big, strong Goliath and he mocked the Israelites for 40 days. He said, I defy the armies of Israel. He was really saying, I defy you, God. Who's going to come and fight me? Can you say that? No. Oh, brilliant. And David did exactly that. And he went to King Saul and he said, get me ready to fight. I'll fight. So King Saul used his own armour and put it on him. You can leave the sheep now. Leave the sheep, that's it. I'm going to give you my (laughs) armour. I don't really think this is going to work. How's that? Pretty good. No. Too heavy. Oh, get rid of all of this. Maybe he's just going to use what he normally uses. Do you know David was actually super strong? We might think that he was singing with a little harp and looking after the baby lambs. Actually, he was so strong, he could fight bears and lions and wolves 
probably tigers and giraffes and all sorts of things, elephants maybe. He could fight all of those with just his bare hands, but he had a secret weapon, which was actually a slingshot. These are beanbags that are soft. Everybody's going to be maybe going to be fine. And so David said, I'm going to use the things that I know best. And he said to Goliath, you come to me. Oh dear, try again. You had five to have a go, so you should be right. You come to me with a sword and a spear, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of the armies of heaven and of Israel, the very God whom you have defied. This was pretty cool when he said this out loud to Goliath. Today the Lord will conquer you and I will kill you and cut off your head and the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. And Israel will learn that the Lord does not depend on weapons to fulfill his plans. He works without regard for human means. He will give you to us. Now, is that pretty courageous? Whoa, that is some courage. So, Max, I know you've been waiting all your life for this. Do you want to just throw that beanbag up at Goliath? I might get out of the way. And see if you can, you get one shot. Let's go. Can you do it? Oh, good try. Who's just throw it? Don't worry about the sling. Here we go. Oh, what a shot! Whoa! Whoa! Quick, get his sword. Cut off his head. Oh, so heavy. Oh. I think all the Israelite army cheered. Can you all cheer? Yeah! Amazing. I think Max deserves a big round of applause and maybe Q and two. What do you reckon? <laughs> Fabulous. Yep. Time, we might just need to just talk. Yeah, sure. As an option. Yep. The final story that we have been learning about is the story. Guys, are you ready to listen? Which one was last? Can you pop, Joel? Pop those all down over that side. Quick. Pop those over there. Great job. Thank you. The last story was the story of Joshua and the walls of Jericho. And this was our memory verse all over the last month. Hand up if you got given something when you came in and you were welcomed by some of the kids and some of the adults at the door. Did you guys get a bookmark? Did I get a good I hope I got, oh, here we go. I got a bookmark too. This is our memory verse that we've had. And we're going to say this all together, but you guys can take it home, pop it in your Bible or whatever book you're reading or on the fridge, because this is such a fabulous verse to remember. Joshua was going to lead God's people into the promised land, but there was a problem because there was a big fortified city of Jericho. And Joshua had to trust God's promise that he was going to be with him. Let's read this memory verse together. And then we're going to sing a song that we've done through our last few weeks in primary program called Be Bold, Be Strong, to help us to remember that God is always with us. If you've got this handy, can you find it? And we're going to read it all together. And we're going to invite the musos up. Pete did so well on the drums. We're going to have Chase, who's joining us on the music team, for this song of Be Bold, Be Strong in a moment. Are we ready to go? Have you got your verse? Kids, you can stand up if you want to. 
And we're going to say this together. Adults, can you join us as well? Grab your bookmark. Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Joshua 1 verse 9. Fabulous. So we're going to sing the song, Be Bold, Be Strong. Thanks so much, Chase. And thanks, Nadine, for leading us. Is that yours or mine? Yeah. If, uh, we got to hand Preschoolers. Out yeah, preschoolers have got some instruments over with Ange. Okay, I would like everyone to stand up, touch the sky, hands up, touch your toes, give a little wiggle, shake out all the wiggles. Okay, great. Now, we've got a special, special guest joining us up here. Thank you. Oh, a couple of special guests. Thank you so much for joining us today. Okay, this one has a few actions, so I reckon we can all get into these. Yes, be bold and strong. I don't know, Joe, if you wanted to show everyone the actions while. Be bold. Everyone, we want love you to join in. Look. Okay, and we may be, if some of you adults who know this song um, will know there's a bit that we repeat as well, so we might get you guys to, and Jess will be doing that part, so feel free to follow along with that. All right, let's get this happening. Instruments could please be put away in the box over here. Thank you. Can all the kids please take their seats down the front here? Now, we're just about to finish our, our time together, and we wanted to finish a little bit early to give us time to head off to our picnic uh, later on. And we hope that everyone uh, can join us for our, our picnic later. But just before we finish, we're going to just sing one last song before we finish. I just want to say thanks to all the kids who participated. Can we give all the kids a great thanks? Particularly want to thank Darby for his work on the desk and getting all the tech stuff done. That was fantastic. And can we thank Joe for the message and pulling all of our house to church this morning? That's great. I just want to finish with just a little, little quick, quick something. Uh, Joe mentioned mental courage and moral courage. 
And my prayer is that as you go from today, you'd be encouraged to, because sometimes there's some things that go on in our head mentally. Sometimes we can think that's a bit crazy or does God really say that? Does God really love me? But we, we can stand on the promises that God has given us to go out into the world and to stand firm and not to flinch, but to stand our ground in the things of God and in the things of promise. And the moral courage, sometimes kids, sometimes kids, you might be uh, tempted or, or encouraged by friends to do something you might not think is right. And grown-ups, we all know about that, don't we? But sometimes we need the moral courage to stand firm and to go, this is what God wants for my life. This is what is best according to his word and his promises. So everyone here, I just pray that as you go from today that you be encouraged, that uh, you can go encouraged, that you can stand firm, that you can be strong and courageous in every situation that you find yourselves in, whether that be... uh, in work situations, in school situations, in family situations, there'll be times where you need to stand firm and, and be courageous in your life. We're going uh, to sing a song that talks about the battle belonging to God, that we can stand firm in that. So let's stand together. We're going to sing this as we finish up. And before we do that, I just want to pray. So can you join me as we pray? Lord Jesus, we thank you for your love for us. We thank you for those kind of 60-second stories that tell us of the courageous people that have gone before us in the Bible, that they are our heroes, that we can look to them, that they role model to us what it means to be mentally courageous and morally courageous, that we can look to those stories and we can trust in you and know that whatever we go into, just like you are with all of those people, In all of those situations, you will be with us, that you will not let us go, you will not forsake us, and that we can trust in your unfailing love, in your strength, and in in who you are and what you have for us. So Lord, just pray for everyone here, that as they leave this space today, that they would be encouraged, that they'd be built up, that in whatever situation they go to, that they know that they can stand firm in the things of God. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's all stand together and sing. Kids, you can get your instruments back again if you would like. When all I see is the battle, you see my victory. Oh God, the battle belongs to you. everyone for coming today and I hope to see most of you at Batunga Botanic Gardens after. Hope you enjoyed the service.
See you all next week. Bye. <laughs>